stood still on a highway I saw a woman By the side of the road With a face that I knew like my own Reflected in my window Well, she walked up to my quarter light And she bent down real slow A fearful pressure paralyzed me in my shadows She said, son, what are you doing here? My fear for you has turned me in my grave I said, Mama, I come to the valley of the rich Myself to sell She said, Son, this is the road to hell The Ministry of Justice issued a press release on the 28th of June announcing the news that they were to build four more prisons over the next six years. This is in addition to the two new builds underway at Wellingborough near Northampton and Glen Parver in Leicestershire. This therefore gives England six new prisons within the next six years. On your journey across the wilderness from the desert You have strayed upon the motorway to hell. Look, I don't want to go off on a rant here, but let's cast our minds back to the hazy old days when Liz Trust was the Secretary of State for Justice. She announced the building of four new prisons. In that press release, she stated that the government's intention was to build 5,000 new spaces, which would create 2,000 new jobs. More importantly, this announcement was touted as being new for old, meaning that there would be closures of the more Victorian, not-fit-for-purpose jails that riddle the prison estate, and that lovely new ones would take their place. So shiny new prisons were announced, sites had been identified, and off we went. Or at least that's what I thought. Local communities were up in arms at having a prison located near them because, well, prisoners are awful people and they were sure to scale the 20-feet walls, leap over the barbed wire and pillage the local community, weren't they? Town hall meetings were held, placards were made, leaflets distributed and NIMBYs, not in my backyards, sucked their teeth. Eventually, planning applications were withdrawn. Therefore, as is the case with most of the government's new initiatives, the idea of building more jails was soon to be consigned to the trash can of history. Some two Justice Secretaries later, bids were to be invited from the private sector for the operating of a new prison to be built on the old HMP Wellingborough site. Later this year, bids will be invited for the operating of a new prison at the old Glen Parva site. Both of these prisons are being financed with taxpayer money, Indeed, in 2018, the government announced a ban on prisons being built using private companies' money, and that all building from there on in would be publicly funded. 
The operating of these two prisons, however, will be carried out by the private sector, with the operator of the first one being announced in the very near future. Thereafter, tenders will be asked from again the private sector for Glenparva. The government has yet to announce whether the next onslaught of warehouses, sorry, prisons, will be privately managed or publicly run. I'm not going to go into the pros and cons of private versus public, save to say that the government have said that at least one of the four will be publicly run. Kind of gives you an idea of what the government think of our state-run prison service, doesn't it? Those of you that know me know that I'm not an abolitionist. I actually see the need for prison. If someone has been found to be such a dangerous person that they cannot live in our society, then democracy says that we must remove that person from it. However, the government's announcement seems to me to have been issued with some sort of glee. It's almost as if they're proud of the fact that the UK incarcerates more people per capita than any other country in Europe, save for Poland. It's as if they're saying, look at what we're doing. We're building more prisons. This will keep society safe. I paraphrase, of course, the actual release states, quote, four new prisons are to be built across England over the next six years, boosting efforts to cut crime and kickstart the economy. End quote. Let's take a look at that statement, shall we? Cut crime. How does a building a prison cut crime? It does not. It purely houses people that have committed a crime. What it does allow for us to do is to jail more people. The government's been rather sneaky here, and I know that must have come as a shock to you, but in the release given by Liz Trust, she deliberately mentioned that she would be closing old prisons that are not fit for purpose. Yet Richard Heaton, he of the Civil Service, admitted on the 29th of June this year, whilst given evidence at the Public Accounts Committee, that the government has no intention of closing any prisons. Rather, they plan to increase the current estate. I believe he even said when trying to justify building more prisons in order to reduce overcrowding that we don't have overcrowding in our prisons. Rather, we have crowding. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you this year's winner of the Humphrey Appleby Award for Civil Service Jargon. I'm comforted, however, that the latest press release from the MOJ informs us that the new prisons will have concrete walls. Concrete walls, I shit you not. Here was me thinking that polystyrene blocks would have been far more economical. Additionally, thank goodness for their ingenuity in using pipework to deliver the water. The oxygen thief that wrote this press release needs to find another vocation in life. Perhaps they need a hug. The barless windows are a nice touch, though. The act of building new prisons stupefies me. Let's look at the case of HMP Berwyn, the last prison to be built by the government that opened in 2017. It was heralded to be the prison of the future, yet it only holds about 75% of its capacity. It's that bad that even the workshop provider, that bastion of bailouts, Interserve PLC, allegedly tried to get out of the contract and only opened one of the two workshops that were proposed. This therefore means that a large proportion of the residents have no purposeful activity at all. Rather, they languish in their cells, watching daytime television, becoming experts on how to buy and sell antiques and how to buy a house at auction and renovate it on a small budget. Well, if this is the future, it doesn't bode well for the new prisons, does it? Building six more prisons isn't an accomplishment of which to be proud. It's admitting failure on a colossal scale. 
prisoners fall into many categories and lumping them into a prison for X months and hoping that after Y months of inane boredom, attendance at courses that are ill-equipped to help, stuffing balloons into plastic bags for 12 hours a week as a job for £9 and being locked in a cell for 16 hours a day just isn't going to make society any safer, is it? These people who are jailed are going to be released one day. Who knows, they might even be the NIMBY's next-door neighbour. Think about that, won't you? The next time you say lock them up and give them bread and water. Remember, the serving prisoner today could be your next-door neighbour tomorrow. Prisons need to be decent, safe, clean places, where we place those who have committed such heinous crimes that are so abhorrent to us that we cannot face them. We must offer to help the person remanded to a term of incarceration that ability to start rebuilding themselves if they so desire. In my opinion, the only way to cut crime is to get to the root cause of why that person commits the crime in the first place. A person must not be sent to prison as a place of safety by a magistrate or a judge. Prisons must not be used for those souls who are disturbed, addicted to substances or victims of historic abuse, to name but a few real maladies. We must stop sending people to a prison located in the middle of nowhere and miles from their families as the first option. The sooner judiciary realise this, the sooner we can stop building warehouses for society's forgotten many. I wish the government well on their expansion plan. I only wish they would have stuck to its word, and that we could have closed some of the Victorian hellholes that blight our countryside today. Those edifices of despair in which we place our fellow citizens for an inordinate amount of time, and then turf them back onto the street, hoping that they will not re-offend all the time getting upset with them when they do. But if they continue to try and build themselves out of the problems of society, as opposed to facing them, I'll be there to help pick up the pieces of those that society would rather forget. And at least I can visit them in barless window-lined cells with a good concrete wall. Thomas Paine once wrote that when our jails are empty and our streets free of beggars, then and only then can a country be proud of its constitution. Our jails are full and our streets are filled with those just trying to survive. There's not much to be proud of, is there? As always, though, it's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Yeah.